What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm Patrick Michael, and uh, today we're going to be discussing some very entertaining things. Uh, mostly horror genre, if you will, the scary stuff, the psychological thrillers, and I'm here with my girlfriend, Carly. Hey, guys. What's up? And, uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. Like I said, special, and uh, let's do this, man. Hold on. Hold on to your lug nuts, right? That was the thing. All right, guys, so Black Summer is definitely something that we have to talk about because, as we mentioned at the top of the show, that is one of the subjects. Did we mention it? I don't think we mentioned it. But uh, Black Summer is a TV series. It started in 2019, and it's still going. Uh, it's TVMA. It runs 40 minutes. It's action, drama, and horror. The synopsis of this film is In the Dark. Early days of a zombie apocalypse, complete strangers band together to find the strength they need to survive and get back to loved ones. 6.4 out of 10 stars on IMDb, 13,000 votes. Stars Jamie King, Justin Chu Kari, Christine Lee, uh, Sal Velez Jr., and directed by John Hyams. Hyams? Whoa. And Abram Cox. That'd been weird if it was Hyman and Cox. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, series writing credits Craig Angler, John Hyam. Hyam. Yep. <laughs> so this is awesome. Okay. First impressions right, off, right out of the gate. You know, I did not, uh, I didn't, I wasn't for sure that it was zombie. Okay, this is a recommendation. This is, this came from one of our friends, Luke. And he was the one that came to us. Well, he came to me spe specifically and was like, hey, you know, check out this show. And it took us a little while before we actually did. But once we did, it was like we binge watched the first four episodes pretty quick. I think it, we finished it in like two nights. Yeah, right? it was like, it got to the point where I was like, well, you know, I had to ask, I was like, how many episodes have we watched? Because it seemed, it's so continuous. It's like, there's no, there's not really a breaking point in a sense to where you're like, that was episode one for sure. That had a beginning and an end. It's like they ran together perfectly. So the first 10 episodes, I think is what it is, are cohesive. You know, they run together rather than, oh, well, this is the first show. Now I got to wait to next week to find out answers. It's like the whole thing you're trying to find out answers, but there's uh, eight episodes not 10, so my mistake. And this is available on Netflix right now. And like I said, my first impression was like, I wasn't sure it was zombie movies. I definitely felt like there was a... What is it? That word? Cannibalism? Just because you, you judge the, the Netflix show by the cover, and the cover simply is just uh, looks like a dead person kind of eating something. I don't know why I didn't think of zombie. I don't know what I even thought right away either, because, you know, the first part of the show is them going to all the, remember all those, like, soldier guys, and they are trying to get on that truck to go to the stadium or whatever, Yes. And they have to get, like, patted down and all that, and the husband ends up having, like, a, a cut or something on his stomach. He's got it covered up, I don't know, and they end up finding it, of course, and so I never, I just thought it was some type of infection thing going around. I didn't know it was going to be uh, zombies. Right, the progression was yeah. it was it really zombies that the whole situation that was going on, and being that it is a hot like uh, subject matter topic matter being zombie apocalypse, you know there's Z Nation, Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, you know Dark Knight Rising. That's not zombies, is it? Um, but anyway, but know. what I was gonna say is the whole point of it is to me is of course when you watch the new zombie mo the, the the new zombie series or television show you're automatically for some reason comparing it to the ones you've seen before and that's exactly what I did once I found out that it was zombie I was like you know 
how close or how far away are they trying to get from The Walking Dead? And just throughout watching the first several episodes, it just was so much deeper already from the very get. Like, you were already, like, uh, down for these people, in a sense. As soon as you see those people and the situations they're going through, you fucking are like, yeah, what do I do? What would I do if I was that person in those shoes? Being that the first scene virtually is just the first time you really get an inkling of what's going on is the husband, like you said, is injured. There's something going on and he's going to change and obviously go after it which kind of re- uh, referenced in my mind uh, Dawn of the Dead and how Dawn of the Dead starts. Remember, it's like the daughter, and she comes oh, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like, oh, honey, what's wrong? Right. And then she attacks the dad, and then the dad changes, and the attack goes to attack the mom. That's how that starts. So in a lot of ways, there's kind of, like, there's a reference in my mind for that part. I just kind of had a, <laughs> a little jazz on that. But my whole thing is, like, okay, put it this way. You know, we were super judgmental to the curly-headed guy in the beginning. Like, what the fuck? This guy's just running his ass off. Every situation that he was in with a zombie. And that, that brought me to the joke about, you know, if I, a zombie apocalypse happens and, you know, I'm I'm around and not a zombie yet and involved. If someone's running up towards me, the first question I'm asking is, how many zombies have you killed, bro? Like, you have to have killed zombies to get in our group. Because right. if you're one of those guys that's just avoiding killing him because you have some sort of weird, like, connection, like, oh, this guy, this is a person before, this is an old lady, dude, she still wants to fuck you up. And that brings you to the uh, the concept of these zombies reminding us once again of Dawn of the Dead because these zombies, unlike most zombies, run. Yeah. They move quickly. They have a fiendish, uh, what would you say, like a fiendish appetite for brains, I guess, which is really a strange thing too because even going back in the history of zombies all the way back to like Night of the Living Dead, stuff like that, the zombies back then were speaking. And now it's gotten to a point where all zombies don't say anything and some of them are fast, some of them are slow. What is creepier to you? Would you rather have somebody like Mike Myers in you walking slow as shit? I would rather. I mean, but you I know mean, yeah, he's no, always no, no. there. Like he's. I would rather have someone slower so I can actually have a chance out running him rather than them fucking. Yeah, but the, I guess the speed. idea for me is like, no matter how far away you get, he's still coming. Well, so are the ones that are <laughs> You know running, what I mean? Like, yeah. Like at least you're not. I mean, you're gonna get tired just running away from him, but it's like he's still right there, just steady right. pace, coming up on you. Like that's scarier. I, I don't know. I guess maybe it's not scary. It really just, it's a mind thing. Like, because if you can outrun somebody who's also chasing you down, it's like, who, really, it's who's going to get tired first. Right. Or is there going to be something else that's going to interest them to pull them away? But, you know, circling back to the show, it is a fucking great show. I'll be 100% honest. I, I can't wait for that second season. And I, can't, I think that goes to show, like, how, how well our friend Luke knows us. What's up, everyone? It's your girl. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think, you know, like I said, I, do, I feel like Luke definitely knows us uh, well enough to have picked a, a phenomenal show. Yeah, I, it was really great. Yeah, it was very I, – I guess I was surprised, but not as surprised as I, I should have been just because Luke recommended it. I could have I went in and been like, oh, this is stupid as shit, but he was 100% right. It was a fucking great show. I can't wait for the second season. I hope there is a second season. But when it comes to zombie shows, like I said, comparing to The Walking Dead, you're automatically thinking like – because – Let's just paint a, sm- a quick picture of The Walking Dead, how that starts. Unlike a lot of other zombie, you know, a lot of stuff in, in zombie genre, that one simply starts out where you're already kind of on Rick's team. You know, you follow Rick f- almost from the get. 
you know, from the moment he gets out of the hospital bed and has no idea what's going on. And that is another way, probably the easiest way, to start a movie or a show or even a book with waking up and nobody's alive, everyone's zombies. That's an easy transition into it, rather than Black Summer was completely twisted. You, you don't really know what's going on in the beginning. But it's also not super chaotic. It's almost like a personal thing. And also what makes it a little more interesting for me in comparison to The Walking Dead is The Walking Dead seems like they traveled. That was the concept. We're oh, going to yeah. go from here to here. We're going to see where it's, who survived and where, right? Well, this one, it's like there's people everywhere. But some of these people aren't fucking – like you're not fucking talking to another guy, which that's really how it would be. No one, not everybody's linking up. When you think about The Walking Dead, it's like almost every person that they ran into, they became a part of their squad, right? And yeah. nobody's asking like, hey, does 11-year-old you know, Timmy, did he fucking – has he killed a zombie yet? Because mm-hmm. I got to make sure. Otherwise, this is just another mouth to feed. Right. You know, another person to make sure you're fucking grabbing him up because he's going to be lagging behind. Right? If you're not carrying him the entire time, you don't have the capability to do it, son, you're on your own. Those two are going off by themselves. Bye. You'd have a better chance anyway. Smaller numbers is obviously the, you know, right? I would, I would think, think so. Yeah. yeah. It seems like the easiest thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, you know, as far as zombie shows, like I said, this was a, a different take and a better one in my mind. I feel like it couldn't have got better in a, in a, in a lot of ways. There's uh, the, what's gonna make you question is like, is it gonna push the story out as long as The Walking Dead? Because that's what eight seasons. I don't know. There's quite a few. They just made a new one, didn't they? Walking Dead. Yeah, but I'm not. I think uh, I think it was the last one. Oh really? Yeah. I don't think they could push it out too much. I mean, the first season alone was so fast. Like you saw how well, many people that were in the group died. That's what I'm saying, though. But you got to figure. It's almost like you're following a new person <clears throat> every episode, yeah. right? Every part they do it, a different perspective. What's yeah. going on with you so know, fucking Blondie people. dies? Uh, we're following right. you know black guy, just someone else who's in the group, well, not even in a what? group, but just there's a- what three of them left at the end? I think I don't even remember. There's so they had like an actual like group going on and yeah, like the last episode, it's like bye, everyone's fa- everyone's gone. Yeah, like like a, but like few. I said, there's people that you saw them run by other people, like not other groups that are trying to take them out, but like other people that are trying to survive that aren't trying to <clears throat> be a part of the team, if you will. Right. You know, which I think is smarter, and I feel like that's exactly how it would be when you really think about it. If a zombie apocalypse happened, people are not going to just be like, "Hey, man, well, what are you going to do?" But then that brought up me to the the joke about a zombie apocalypse happening in modern times right now where we have our phones and that's the first thing to go. Everyone's like, why isn't Wi-Fi working? We're calling the phone companies. It's right. not working. Yeah. Everyone's wondering what the fuck's going on with the Wi-Fi, going to McDonald's and shit. People are freaking out, having no idea. Boom. Zombie jumps over the McDonald's counter, starts munching down on everybody there. They're all infected. And then it spreads because people's first instinct is to be like, oh, what's going on with my phone? Right. Why is there no connection? And using their phone as a as a a land uh, way to save themselves ultimately so if that is the first thing to go you're not going to think zombies right you're just going to try to fix your phone Verizon's going to be a place where people you know all these places Apple it's going to be places where it's going to be packed with people because their phones aren't working and one person's going to be infected in that group and then boom that's another movie right there you're welcome <laughs> so uh, just some random trivia which I like to do uh, <clears throat> in the episodes for myself personally because it's really funny some stuff you know some stuff you don't know 
But uh, in the first episode, Barbara meets a man called Ben. Uh, this is an obvious homage to George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, as two of the lead characters were called Barbara and Ben. Oh, really? That's an old-ass movie. Well, not old-ass movie, but in a sense, it's just a remake of an old-ass movie. The first zombie movie, which I referenced earlier. I was talking about, right, uh, Night of the Living Dead and how those zombies were slow. And they also said, what? Brains. Brains. Like, that's, like at that point, it's comical. Now zombies have taken a turn of, like, what the fuck? It's scary. Right. You know, like a mummy? Not a scary thing. Right, but if the mummy starts saying things to you, you're like that's fucking that's creepy as shit. A guy wrapped in toilet paper talking like the <laughs> Andy. Like, what do they eat? I don't even know what. Why would what would be the point of a zombie coming back to like? What are you gonna do, bro? Right, just walk slow. <laughs> I mean, there's not really other things. He can't be. I don't know. I've never seen like. There's not even been like. I mean, there's been a scary mummy movies in a sense where the mummy is like a perpetrator of bad things, but at the same time, you're like his hands are like wrapped in like. You know? What's <laughs> yeah. he going to do? What, I don't know. Just weird. You're never going to see that movie. But um, let's see. Uh, Black Summer was filmed in and around Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, some of the sets include the 1988 Winter Olympic Games facilities, Calgary Tower, and the Queen Elizabeth School. Other Alberta filming locations include the River Avenue Bridge over the Bow River in uh, Cochrane and the rural towns of Iracana and Bicecker. In contrast to the show's sequel, Z Nation was filmed in Spokane, Washington. Well, I was going to bring up it was uh, produced by the same production company as uh, Z Nation, actually. Yeah. So the this Asylum. Is, this doesn't make any sense, okay? Let me ask, because I don't understand. You might understand. So this is a, this is the prequel to what Z Nation is right now? I don't know if it's a prequel. It's just produced by the same people. That just said what I just said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It said, in, con in contrast to the show's sequel, Z Nation was filmed in Spokane, Washington. So, yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess so. We'll see I what makes uh, Well, still, that means that we could have been continuing this story, right? With Z Nation. Had we went right from Black Summer to Z Nation? If that's the sequel? Yeah. So does that stop right there? So we would have answers already, but we're sitting here like, oh, what's next? Yeah. Even though we can have the answers right now? What a bunch of idiots. Guys, a little bit of a malfunction there. That's all right. But uh, we ended up... Uh, we're going to be talking about another series, and I think it's a series of films because it's not like it. I mean, they're they're connected in a little uh, a small way, but I I believe they are all separate films by separate people. But they're all Hulu originals, known as the Into the Dark series, and there's a bunch of them, and we have actually watched uh, both of them. Hey, I mean, that's pretty good. <laughs> not both of them, uh, all of them, but one. So, nice. that's what I'm saying. And I'm nicing it up over here. But, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, each of them, I guess. We're going to see what uh, where, where this takes us. But first of all, we're going to talk about the, the one that I thoroughly enjoyed. And I thoroughly enjoyed it so much that I actually remember it, uh, you know. And I feel like it's just better 
to talk about the ones that we can remember because obviously we like them more. And this one is called uh, All That We Destroy. And it was released May 3rd, 2019. It's uh, The synopsis is, A geneticist who fears her son may be a serial killer creates a group of clones to cure him of his violent tendencies. Tendencies. <laughs> uh, 6.2 out of 10 stars, 451 votes. It stars Israel uh, Browsard, Aurora Perino, crazy names, uh, Dora Madison, Frank Whaley. It's directed by uh, Chelsea Stardust. That's a crazier name. That sounds, that sounds like a stripper. Hey, Chelsea Stardust, come to the stage. Alright. <laughs> well, let's continue on. Uh, Chelsea Stardust, it's written by uh, Sean Keller and Jim Agnew. Never heard of them. But we were just talking about me and my girlfriend. She's here. Hello, guys. And uh, we were talking about this Israel Browser guy and what what else he was in. And, uh, yeah, he's he's the star of this particular episode of the Into the Dark stuff. And let's just say, Intense. Really intense, because the last few things that I've seen him in, he's been, like, the nice guy. Sort of. the Like, the bling ring, happy death day. Uh, happy death day to you, uh, to all the boys I've loved before. Extinction. So I guess I'm wrong. He does play a lot of, uh... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weird characters. Uh, Earth to Echo. Yeah. But either way, he looks like a boy. Right? He, he, yeah, he's like a young boy. He's got a boyish face, like all the way down to his face. And then you see him being like the serial killer guy, and it's almost, it's not believable at first. At least in my perspective. That's my first impression. Um, you know, it is a it is a great fucking episode. It was really intense because it was a progressive thing where he starts to meet somebody outside of his mom's facility or whatever because she's like this amazing geneticist who's really good at you know all these uh cell work and whatnot you know uh genetic coding and whatnot but uh the whole concept is apparently i didn't know that that was the idea that she didn't know or she just suspected that he was a serial killer and decided to do what she did i thought she was just doing it so that way he didn't kill other people initially well, no. Well, yeah, initially, but I was going to say, once you get into it, you know, she goes back to how those an he killed the uh, the family pets or whatever. Remember the dog or something that was okay, buried? Okay, so that's where it, that's, that was where it started. Your dog or a cat, I can't remember, but remember because that girl starts coming around, or no, 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 no. The one that's cloned, remember, she's like showing her stuff. Yeah. They're yeah, gardening yeah. and there's the family pet back there and that's when it all started he was already showing tendencies of uh becoming a serial killer by you know torturing pets killing pets whatever right and that's what i didn't see remember but... he got taken out of school because something in school yeah he hurt that girl yeah some shit and right. then that's why he started staying at home and yeah so he had to have already... yeah he already killed that one girl and he just does it over for real killed her that's how the mom got the DNA to be able to recreate her over and over. Yeah. And then, he, like I said, he meets a new chick, uh, like a, a real person, I guess, not a clone. 
and starts to befriend her and like I don't know was he in love with her or something starting to yeah like dating and of course the mom didn't know about it he was sneaking out and meeting up with this chick um and once the mom actually does find out though you know he says you know it's different with her you know because the first thing the mom says is you're gonna end up killing her so it's different with her and yada 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 but what were we all thinking from the get my personal thing was i was like this girl that was being cloned is eventually going to somehow figure it out on her own that she is a clone and he's going to kill her again and she's going to survive and fight back but that's what he kind of wanted though he wanted her to start remembering what happened right Remember? they both did because he was <clears> sick <throat> of the yeah. same old thing you know the same and the mom was doing it the mom was you know bringing her back yeah the mom was bringing her back, and he was, you know, killing her almost every time because she wasn't uh, what he particularly wanted. But then over the time, doesn't she survive? She ends up being alive in the end, like she, I think, because he yeah, does go to kill the he, other girl. She kills him, remember? So I thought. And then the mom comes out, and then I don't, I can't remember what happened to her though. Like, because they end up live? fighting, don't they? Like they end up attacking yeah. each other, and, and the, the two girls. Like, I mean, I'm talking about the girl from the outside, not the clone. Oh. She ends up finding out that he's a bad guy, right? Or are we yeah. just making up a film? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, toward towards the end, um, he does find. Or I mean, the girl does end up finding everything out about um, what they have going on because she sees the girl. In the yard with the mom that one day when they're gardening, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And starts asking questions about her and ends up finding everything out. And he ends up starting to attack her. And the mom ends up coming home. I think he already killed her, though, right? That's what I'm trying to... (laughs) Yeah, see, well, there's a lot of them, guys. But what we can say is this one was one of our favorites. Definitely. It was a more interesting take on uh, the serial killer mind and a uh, possibility for a cure, but ultimately she's really just uh, aiding his his thing, feeding you know, into yeah, feeding the feeding what's wrong. Remember, because also in there he's a uh, or she, the mom does that virtual re- you know. Remember she puts that thing on, and that must be the father that she starts you know talking to about everything, about making him better. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I have no idea. Then towards the end, uh, <laughs> she ends up destroying the the thing that you put on your head, where she can go into that, what I don't know, virtual reality, where she's talking to him. Yeah. And she ends up destroying it, but. So this yeah. is well into the future, where cloning is just—it's like a a, a six-hour deal. Right. Easy There's process. A new dude. Just need an easy bake oven, guys. You know. But the the chick that keeps being recreated, we were trying to figure out what we had seen her in, and she's also been in that Truth or Dare with uh, your chick from uh, Pretty Little Liars. Hello. Yeah, but I'm trying. There's something else that we just watched with her in it. I feel like that too. Uh, Freaks of Nature, Gem equals. We're gonna find it because I I, I do believe. Wasn't it kind of like old timey for some reason? I feel like it was like a. I don't know. Why is where we said, "Hey, this is a chick from." Mm. Pretty Little Liars is what she's from. She's not in Pretty Little Liars. For sure. No. I um, I have the information in front of me. She must have been some unknown Bianca. character. Bianca. She was in one episode. Bianca. Exactly. And I stopped watching. Well, she got episode. a name though. I mean, when you get a name like your character who you're right. playing has a name, that's pretty. That's up there. Uh, so yeah, 
Awesome. Uh, where do we, where is this? On Hulu. That's just the first one, guys. We're going to be rolling into the second one in just a few seconds. A few sweet seconds. Alright, guys. So we're still talking about the Into the Dark Hulu original series. And uh, this one is uh, that we're going to be talking about next is called Flesh and Blood. <laughs> I don't know why the dog barked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Flesh and Blood is, uh, it came out, uh, it's just an episode, but it came out November 2nd, 2018. It's a TV episode. I don't know why I had to say that. I already said it. Uh, TVMA is the rating. Uh, the synopsis is Kimberly, a teenage, a teenage, a teenager, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> a teenager suffering from agoraphobia has not left the house since her mother's unsolved murder. On the eve of Thanksgiving, she begins to suspect that the safe harbor of a home and her doting father may be a dangerous mirage. That's dark. Very dark. Uh, 6.3 out of 10, with only 905 votes, which makes me wonder how many people have watched this thing. But then it also makes me wonder, like, how many people are really putting in reviews? You know? Because the big movies probably just buy the stars, I would think. Yeah, probably. Anywho, uh, stars Dermot, Melroney, Diana Silvers, uh, Tembi Locke, and some other folks. It is directed by Patrick Lucier, and the writer is Lewis Ackerman. So, first impressions, you go ahead. Hmm. Remember, I thought the guy was Sean Penn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She thought, uh, I didn't really think it was him. I just said the wrong name because he was in a different show that I watched. But anyways. Um, who, who? Sean Penn or Dermot? <laughs> the, the Dermot. What or, a what fucking I... dumb name. Just right out of the gate, I gotta tell you. That's a stupid name. <laughs> like, when you decide to pick a name that n people can't say without feeling weird, like something doesn't feel right in your mouth when you say Dermot Melroney. Yeah, it is very odd. It's Definitely not hard common enough. To say too. Yeah, it's not in the general lexicon to make your mouth move that way. What is? What else is close? What do you? What is? What else is close to Dermot? Kermit. Right. Yeah. Dermot. Who cares? Fuck this guy. But yeah, he is in a lot of stuff. He is really famous. A lot of people like him. He's a great actor. He really is. But this uh, first impressions, you said what? Uh, uh, you thought he was Sean Penn. But other <laughs> than that. Um, I don't know. I was really confused at first what was even happening. Because you always put on shows and don't tell me what we're watching, so. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's good to, like, for me, I watch so much entertainment as it is that I really try to just, hey, what the fuck is the possibility that this is going to be good? Just click on some stuff sometimes. Because I've, I've really found treasures that way. Because I remember back in the day when I first started ever with my own Netflix account, back in the day I would just click on movies i would just click on it you know I, and i had hulu too for because back in the day hulu you had like a certain amount of time i think that you could watch for free oh, so really? you could put in like two or three hours of watching stuff i would be like making music at the same time i was watching stuff or playing video games like i do now in a lot of ways but whole thing is is sometimes when you just click on something and don't read about it don't do nothing you're just like oh that's a cool looking cover click on it start watching it you find yourself uh enjoying it because you don't have expectations. 
You're not like, okay, this is a comedy movie. This is so-and-so is in this movie. This is going to make it this way. I have an expectation going in. So with these, I didn't know what it was when we started watching them. I knew it was going to be a little freaky, a little scary, and possible, you know, jump stuff, maybe some, you know, on-screen murders. Right. And sure enough, we got it. But uh, this one was really weird because, like I said, being the... Seeing this is really this is the perspective we really should be taking is the fact that Dermot Mulroney does not play characters like this very often. Yeah, that's he's true. like a dad. Yeah. And in this one he was a dad. But there was a huge spin on it to the fact of him what? Being a murderer. That's right. Here's the dog again. He just won't go. But uh yeah, I mean It's that, obviously like really ahead, weird yeah. with uh her not leaving the house and that's how it turns into her finding out all this stuff about her dad because she starts you know going through everything from the attic finding things that she, you know about her mom's death he was out what I have crippling depression <laughs> that's exactly what I think it was though, when you, and you put it into perspective the whole idea I mean obviously joking in that sense because you know people do have this and suffer from that the agoraphobia and the fact that her mom was involved in an unsolved murder to find the things, to even be speculating that it could be your father has got to be a horrific thing. Right. And then to find out that he is a it bad guy. really is him. Yeah. He done it. And he, I'll, I'll be honest, like, because, because I always like to watch stuff like this with the, if the acting is there. And, and each one of these so far, the acting has been on, on point. It's all been acted really well and had uh, great people in each one. And, Honestly, I think it's very similar to Black uh, Mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. In the consistency of them, because even though it's different people in each episode on Black Mirror, and these are all, like, movies, I would think. I feel like they're more like movies than they are a TV series, you know? Yeah. But they are all, you know, running in the same theme as Black Mirror, I guess, in a lot of ways. Just just with the idea of the, just the freakiness in each episode. Where, but... Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into Black Mirror. I mean, Black Mirror. Is, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have it. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, what is that one? Flesh and Blood. Find it on Hulu as well. Into the Dark. Okay, so we're still in the Into the Dark thing. I like to break it up a little bit. And... Uh, Right now we're going to be talking about the very first one that we watched, you know, not having any clue about what what to expect, and it's called I'm Just Fucking With You. <laughs> and uh, this one actually has some really famous people in it. What are you doing on computer? Go outside so beautiful! <laughs> Alright, um, like we said, it's called I'm Just Fucking With You, and it has some really famous people in it, some people you might recognize. And uh, I can just say right now without looking, one of the guys is in a very popular movie called uh, Wedding Crashers. But uh, <clears throat> this came out in 2019. It's uh, not rated. Hour and 21 minutes comedy and horror, which is weird because what is this? This is like the, the, the stats here seem more like a movie than the last ones we looked at, which were definitely put on here like a television show. Oh, yeah. Weird. Uh, the synopsis of I'm just I'm just fucking with you, and this one came out uh, April first. I'm pretty sure this came out right on April Fool's Day. 
Perfect timing. Uh, a pair of siblings suffer through a night of frightening practical jokes during their stay at a secluded motel. 5.6 out of 10 stars. Only 604 votes, guys. What the fuck? That's not... that. that how many people are watching this stuff? That's weird to me. So, uh, it stars Hayes MacArthur. Which you might also recognize from, like, she's not... Or she's out of your league. She's out of my league. What is it? You remember Maybe. the one with Jay Bear show? I don't think I ever saw that. Um, Maybe a long time ago. And it's and the guy Keir O'Donnell, which is the guy from Wedding Crashers. It's directed by Adam Mason. Uh, the writers are Scott Barkin and Greg, something. All right. <laughs> so, first, uh, first thoughts. Honestly, I was confused because it it's like. It's seriously, like, the title. I'm just fucking with you. Like, half the time, you know, you think this guy was seriously just fucking with them. But towards the end, he really starts getting into it to where he's actually, like, hurting them and doing, you know, it's not really a practical joke anymore. So, I was really confused. Like, Mm -hmm. all the jokes he was pulling on them and then it just turns kind of darker. Um, He's not fucking joking. Yeah. He's Um, not. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) shit starts happening and whatever and yeah which is crazy because it's a fun movie but i mean once it starts to get more serious you start to fall away like this is uh this is getting to be too much right where instead of like i don't obviously like it says it's progressing uh what is uh you know increasingly frightening practical jokes and it does exactly go that way it does go that way and Oddly enough, the guy Hayes MacArthur, who plays you know the bad guy, he's uh, another guy who doesn't really play bad guys. He might sometimes play like the the bully type, I guess, the bully jock type of guy. But in this one, yeah, he's a fucking creepy dude, and that's kind of how it starts. He's just kind of bullying the dude around a little bit, and then things really start increasing to like blood and murder, and. I don't even remember. How do you do? You remember how it ends? Oh. I, th- I, f- I remember them outside, of the hotel, a motel, and they're like trying to leave. They hit him with the car or something. Don't or, they take don't off with him in the car? Remember? Don't they take off with him in the car? They like fucked him up. And I they, feel like that's right. And yeah. they like crash or do something like weird. <laughs> or no, he's driving the car, and he has both of them in the car. I think the sister's dead. He kills the sister. And but he has her in the back seat still, almost like she's alive. Like I think he like yeah, that's made right. her look yeah, alive yeah, yeah. or something weird. Yeah, and they drove off, and he like ends up crashing into something. I think killing them all. But boom. Yeah. Something nice. Like that. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. Anytime there's just a lull, we'll just LeBron James. Uh, yeah. It's a fucking, like I said, this entire series is intense. And this was the first one that we watched, and that's what really pushed us into the other ones. At least myself personally, because you just are there sometimes for the ride. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, this was an interesting one. Like I said, the two characters that were in this that were the good and the bad guy, I guess you'd say. Uh, definitely guys that don't... They they worked well in contrast to each other. Where one guy's jokes, you know, you could see the patience of the other guy just slowly decreasing. 
where it was like you were just kind of thinking maybe he was going to do something in retort. Like he was going to maybe fight back. Oh, but hey, don't you remember the he ends up like somewhat framing, doing something where he puts it on um, his Facebook. Yeah. It's remember? all filmed, I think. Yeah. Old... Shebang. Yeah. But he doesn't even know about it. Remember, he's like, all those people start commenting how he's like a sick fuck and like, because he's pinning it on the brother. Mm-hmm. Like that he did something to his sister, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's right after that is when I think he puts him in the car and drives off, whatever. Because it's every day, bro. Yeah, like I said, another good one out of the series that I, I enjoy and I highly recommend. You should check this shit out, man. What is it? I'm just, just fucking, fucking with, with you, you It's on guys. Hulu right now. All of these are because they're Hulu originals. It'd be weird if they were somewhere else. Yeah. Like a movie store. Is that even a thing? A video store? What is that called? What do you even call that anymore? What was it even called before? Is that a video store where I you go so, yeah. rent movies? Movie store. Yeah. I think that was a little more enticing for movies, you know. Yeah, back in the day, man, that was that was where it was at. Going to get movies, renting games. Eventually, Hell you know. Yeah. The, the games are always the best section. Yeah. And such a cool idea in general, but they've definitely made it easier now. Thank God. Thank you, you Redbox. Go anywhere, right? Into the Dark film or episode, whatever you want to call it, that we're going to talk about here is uh, Treehouse. Simply Treehouse. And it came out March 1st, 2019. It's a TV episode. I don't know why I keep doing that. Uh, Celebrity Chef. This is a synopsis. Celebrity Chef Peter Rake tries to escape a recent wave of negative tabloid exposure by moving away to his family's vacation estate in the woods. But the ghosts of his past are everywhere and debts will be settled 4.8 out of 10 stars uh star uh the uh, damn it the stars uh stephanie beatrice sophia del piso i guess mary mccormick and uh jimmy simpson directed by james roday written by james roday and todd harthen and uh, first impressions, I uh, this was fun because once again Jimmy Simpson is another guy that does not play like uh, a creepy. Uh, he plays creepy. What am I saying? He's one of the McPoyles. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In right. Always Sunny, so he he's pretty good at playing a weird a weird character. But he's usually uh, comical, you know. He's the uh, the funny guy, trying to be hilarious, which that's fine. That's fine. I like I like when they challenge themselves and go out of their their comfort zone and play somebody who is not so nice. Because wasn't there some? What was the whole idea behind the witches? What did he do wrong? He had uh, raped somebody um, back in like high school or something. The girl ended up killing herself. So yeah, you yeah. got to get away from that stuff. Um. Yeah, the beginning though, you know, he's jogging and he ends up running into these groups of this well, this girl, and she's with a group for like some um, what was it a wedding? Uh, what's it called? Uh, bachelorette party type deal. There you go. And they're staying, and doesn't he own it? Like one of the, because remember, like something goes wrong and he has to fix it, like the water. Yeah, it's some sort off. of estate. Yeah, estate that probably his family owned that they're staying at, and. um that's how he meets these girls. And honestly, like, from the beginning, I didn't think 
they were going to be like doing the shit they did end up doing to him. It all starts when he invites them to dinner because, you know, he's some amazing chef. So he invites them to dinner and stuff and ends up, he ends up getting drunk actually out of all of them. Mm-hmm. But he ends up getting like drugged, I think. But it was all, it was, uh, how do I, it was premeditated, the whole plan. They planned yeah. it. Even sure the, even his was sister was in them. on it. Like towards the end, you'll, his sister Boom. ends up being intertwined in this mess. Because he, uh, he goes running outside, right? And she's driving up. Yeah. And gets in the car, and they're like, oh, they're taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's intense. I mean, to think at that point that you got away, just in general, from all the torment that was happening inside of the house, to find out that the person who was going to save you was your sister. To then also find out, oh, she was in Stop on it. Like that, yeah, going back in, right? You know, it's it's back on, bringing it right back to the torture zone, which kind of made me just think about that movie that we had talked about before. I don't know if we talked about it, but we definitely watched it together. That Perfection movie, how that one ended, just to throw that in there. The one where the girls are playing uh, cello. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Stephen Weber's character at the end. Right. Remember, I pretty much called the whole movie. Yeah, you, you but usually do. The end was extra special. You know how he's like just a a stump of a man. Yeah, no arms, no legs. Right. What what, what, what do you call a man with no arms and no legs? Huh. There's something there. People out there listening are like, ah, they got the answer already. Yeah. Like, uh... It's not a quad... No. Let's see. That's just where you can't use your... I know I know what the actual terminology is, but what... I was just thinking jokingly. Oh. Because, uh, what do you call somebody with no arms and no legs that's in, uh, in the ocean? Bob. Oh, yeah, You yeah, know, yeah, so what would, it, what would it be if it's, like, a stump? There's another one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, you know... But nonetheless, this is another one that was really fun, uh, Treehouse. But what's really weird is when you went into watching it, uh, you find out that it, the Treehouse really has nothing to do with it at all. It's just some random thing they run. No, it does have something to do Very with it. Very little, though. They don't ever hang out in the Treehouse. No, They're never in the Treehouse. The treehouse... That's where he raped the girl. Okay, I guess that's the. That's like I said, that's the only significance in that sense. But all the way back to, you know, the idea of like, oh. Because the whole artwork and everything is about this elaborate treehouse, and you're thinking maybe something whimsical, you know, creepy fairy stuff, whatever, that might be in the uh, woods, you know. I always like that, too. I I love, like, Lord of the Rings stuff and monsters and shit like that, just creepy, you know. That's what I was thinking, maybe, because you're judging it, but if you don't read the synopsis, like I said, you just click play. Like, okay, well, here we go. Yeah, we Let's just see what into. happens. Yeah. Exactly. And then you find out Jimmy Simpson is in it, and there's all these other great actresses and shit. And it turns out to be really good. And seeing Jimmy Simpson play this character as well. I mean, it was kind of ass-backwards. Not in a lot of ways, but when because when, when, you're reading into the story, and you don't know that really anything happened until later on. You know, the treehouse's significance doesn't really show up until later on. Until to the, the ending, extreme. really, yeah. yeah. To where you find out that that's the place. In the beginning, he just, like... Oh, there's the treehouse and drives by it or rides his bike no, or something. Runs by it or something, yeah. yeah. He would ride his bike. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> That's not... I did not... It did not look like the music that... Okay. 
just in case you guys weren't aware <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Uh, what else we got? Well, let's do one more. Uh, what do we got? Uh, all right, so it's been uh, what is it? Into the into the dark. And uh, there's I'm a Patrick few more, Mark. but oh. these are the probably the best go. ones, the best four. Yeah, we'll talk about some more at a, at a later time. But these are the best four, uh, and the the ones we can remember. I don't want to struggle and try to Somewhat fight. Somewhat remember, yeah. yeah I don't want to try to. <laughs> yeah, we remember these better than the other ones for sure. They got to be more significant, you know. And we're also multitasking and doing a lot of stuff at the same time as watching it, so you can only pay attention so much. Wrong. All right. Well. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, follow me on Instagram at Patrick Michael Comedy. Email the show at we rot together at gmail.com. And until next time. <laughs>